uh, we were we both liked whiskey. She drank whiskey, and it became kind of our thing to pick up a bottle of whiskey and sit down talk about it. And we discovered Whiskey Vault, which is here in uh, Texas and uh, in, in Austin. And these guys are people that introduced me to the importance of like transparency in whiskey and what they wanted to do. I mean, they're the first Crowded Barrel is the first um, uh, crowdsourced distillery. Uh, and they're doing some great stuff and they partner with a lot of Texas uh, distilleries because they're most of the ones that are open to it uh, of being open like, hey, this was part of this blend or whatever. And now they're distilling their own stuff. Uh, and I decided like just dove in this rabbit hole of what whiskey was, who were the major producers, who were the major players in this, uh, what's out there in the craft world. And even between 2010 till now, the amount of craft whiskey that has come to fruition and is available to people is wild. And to me, yeah, it's just, it's crazy that we have the option to try what's local to us and experience what a mash bill does in Texas versus what it does in Kentucky to Oregon to Florida to Alabama, like, you know, the North Northeast, like, it's just, it's wild to me that grains, cereal grains that like wheat and rye and corn and all that stuff is can do sitting inside a wooden container for an amount of time and how the size of that container changes it like all of those things just were so interesting to me and on top of that coming back to jenny and i we it's it's a place for us to come out of our day come out of the stress of what's going on at work or at home or finances or uh, the world in general, that we get to come together and stand over a glass, stick our noses in it and be like, we're experiencing this together. And the way she experiences it compared to what I experience and the similarities and the differences and like, wow, that's, that's what you get. You really like this. You don't like this. Like that was it. It, I mean, it's a spirit, so it's intoxicating, but the experience I got of the intoxication of knowing my wife from that standpoint and friends and introducing them to this world and like seeing like the people that haven't been into whiskey in the past or have been afraid. They're like, no, I had a bad experience in college. I don't know how you could ever like that kind of stuff. Jack Daniels is the, my worst enemy or whatever. Uh, and then being like, no, 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 I am certain that there is a whiskey out there that you will enjoy. Uh, it's it bring to me, it's brought so many people together from so many different walks of life. Uh, and it just gets me excited. And uh, the craft of it, of creating something that is simple quotes into something so beautiful and the people that have the palettes. I want to be one of those people that has the palate and the nose to be able to blend something that people enjoy and create. And I love that. It's it's an art and I'm an artistic type person. Like I love doing that kind of stuff. So it's it's fun to see what how whiskey has impacted my life and how it can impact other people's lives as well. Well, on that note, how you said whiskey brings everyone together. That's how the three of us, me, Paul and Adam. Uh, we met on a podcast. Yeah. Um, 
Adam in Kentucky, Paul in Maryland, myself in Florida, we probably would have never met ever if it didn't, if it wasn't because of whiskey. Um, so that, like, like you said, um, I, I've been, I was a rum drinker growing up a little bit into whiskey here and there because a buddy, uh, his whole family is from, from Kentucky, Lexington. It just so happens that's where Adam's around and his whole family went to Kentucky and, um, try to get me off the, the rum train and, and onto whiskey. And I was like, Nope, 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 Nope. And one day I, I showed like, we grew up in high school, middle school and all that stuff together. One day I showed up to a party and I had a bottle of whiskey and he looked at me like the hell happened. I go, ah, oh, you got to me sort of deal. Um, so yeah, the, and then it was always maker's mark and, and wild Turkey, the yeah. cheap stuff. It, it was good stuff, but cheap. Um, and then right around COVID times, a little bit before, and then during COVID, I, I realized like there, there's so much more to yeah. whiskey over just, eh, this is to get drunk and met a bunch of people like these two. And then, uh, our, our local whiskey community here, um, and just hearing what they think about this whiskey versus what I think versus what you think or, or whatever. It's just, it, you realize it's not about getting drunk. Like it was in college drinking all this stuff. It, it's about, um, just, just having fun with it and, community yeah the community just having fun with it learning what other people think about it and and i might think that this barrel to kai is is phenomenal you might think it's it's dog shit yep. um which is fine because we all get different palettes and 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 stuff like that you might think something is a lot better than i think but that whole and and no one gives a shit what you drink like yeah. i i could drink wild turkey 101 all day and, and someone might have a bad experience with it don't like it they might like the evan williams but no it's one cares it, it's about <laughs> it, it's about the community and, and just just basically just who gives a shit what you drink what what you like it's you like what you like and no one cares and and i was like you know what? this is this is what i want to it's the community i want to join sort of deal because some other stuff before i got into it it was like beer it's you like this or you don't and fuck you if you don't like ipas fuck you um yep. and mm. yeah so whiskey it it it's sense of, of family basically it's a giant family um and it's fun to, to hang out with and and yeah. drink whether you like what they're they provided or not and no one gives a shit what you think yeah. so that's um the other question your Instagram page, it's tats underscore cocktails, cocktails underscore conversations. If I got that right, right? Cats right. underscore cocktails underscore conversations. Did you that did. start, was that like yours to start out with? Or was that yours and Jenny's to start out with? Or was it like a, like, how'd that one start? So uh, it, it really started like, uh, it was after Jenny and I, it was, it was a little, guess this year will be christmas just after christmas will be two years for us um and it started because like i i've always been the type of person going back to the whiskey thing like i want people to enjoy this thing and i want to find a way to make something they can connect to and i want to be whiskey centric because that's the way i am 
uh, I I kept asking Jenny for probably eight or nine months. I was like, should we do like a YouTube? Should we do something uh, to do this this whiskey stuff or whatnot? And and maybe I should do some cocktails because I've always liked that. I like creating. Um, that's a fun way to do it. It brings people together. It also like lowers people's inhibitions. I mean, that's part of spirits. Like they they kind of chill out. They they lower their shoulders. They have fun. They open up. Uh, and we joked about it and I was, I fan of alliteration. So cats cocktails, conversations just made sense. And we made a joke about it and we went online and we bought, um, like ring lights and like all the stuff, you know, like a little bar to use and, um, didn't do shit with it. Didn't do a damn thing. And then right after Christmas, I was like, let's make a reel. Let's like, let's start a, let's start an Instagram. Like, let's try it. Let's see what happens. And uh, started it and we kind of, we did some stuff like the trending type things that are out there, trending sounds. And then we did uh, one thing that was very much us. We did a, a, our first reel that did pretty well. And it was us sitting at a table, like a, a date before a cocktail and a date after. And it was like just opening up in conversation and stuff like that. And that kind of branded us. And I was like, oh, let's embrace this the silliness because that's who I am like I'm full of shenanigans I'm a bullshitter like I love being ridiculous and being silly and having fun and uh I love good cocktails and I love great whiskey and all those things so we figured that out and finally figured out a, a recipe for what worked for us on that side and um it opened up opportunities to meet some cool people uh and I remember one of the founders, uh, Nemo, Abby from uh, the Spirit Animal Society messaged me and after like a reel we posted and she was like, I love what you guys are doing. You should hop on a Zoom with us. We're doing one later today. And I was like, I mean, sure, why not? I was like, I got home from work and I was like, babe, we're doing a Zoom later with some people from the internet that we kind of interact with. Uh, we... Uh, we did that and it created some great relationships. And I can honestly say like, I have, I have some friends here that I, I have good relationships with and I'm fairly close to, but my true best friends like really live in like Ohio, Michigan and Massachusetts. Like I've been like gained some super close people that I haven't had. And uh, I'm a big fan of a, and a big proponent for like mental health and men's mental health, especially um, just the stigma behind that. Like we've, we've all been through shit and the generation yeah. grew up in was like, no, 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 you don't talk about that. It was every, I mean, right. Yeah, relate to this, like TV shows, everything was mocking people that went to therapy or making jokes about shrinks mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, but the open conversations I've been able to have with these people uh and they're like oh no dude i totally relate like i've i've been suicidal in my life i've been down in the depths. i've been through some serious things lost my mom when i was 23 my dad has terminal cancer right now like it's serious shit that happens in our lives yeah. and so many people that are close to you physically it seems like like there's this a little bit of a wall uh uh because there's the appearances that you've maybe had because you've known these people for a few years or whatnot um 
it kind of opens up those things because you're seeing people that have been through similar situations or you realize not everyone's fucking perfect. We struggle. We go through hard times. And this community, like back to what whiskey has brought me is community of people. I get the opportunity to hang out with three awesome dudes with badass beards and doing some cool shit. Like this is what uh, Instagram weirdly um, has brought me this thing that's filled with so much bullshit and and the, an appearance type thing of how the how you look, what you wear. Um, if you do this, you're wrong. If you do that, you're wrong. If you believe this way, you're wrong. It's brought me a community of people that don't all see the same way I am. Like Adam said, like I'm I'm a fairly conservative guy, like all those things, but I'm also like open to hear what someone has to say. And there's not fucking judgment. It's not about like no believe differently than I do. I believe differently than you do. Let's fucking argue about it. Oh, let me hear you out. Now hear me out. And we have both come away from it better because of it. Agreed. Either one of our minds. But we were able to have a fucking conversation and not it it be like you're an asshole for voting this way or for not voting or for uh being this type of person or for drinking or for not drinking or whatever. Like it's just like, hey, I love you, dude. That's really cool. I uh this was this was one of the cool this is the cool thing in the whiskey community for me. I have a friend that works for a distillery that's close to us and he's sober. He's completely sober. He doesn't drink. He helps do barrel picks and things like that because he has control enough over his life to be like I can taste this, I can spit it out and mm-hmm. be just fine. Like but I appreciate what the spirit does for people and I appreciate what it is and the craft behind it and the way it brings people together and that what other community like there that, that can be that way like it's it's cool and to for the opportunity to create the cocktails we do and be idiots online act crazy and scare the shit out of my wife regularly it's great <laughs> yeah that was um i don't know how but 2020 2021 um <clears throat> I've I've always been the probably one of the last on the social medias. I didn't hit MySpace until MySpace basically ended. I didn't get on Facebook until <laughs> later on um, because I didn't give a shit about these quote unquote models or or these people that are yeah. out there. Um, so it took me a while to to jump on Instagram, and when I did, it was it was all peppers and and hockey and whiskey hence my name and um you guys uh the the shirt you're wearing the straight lines and bourbon derrick um were probably two of the first uh whiskey influencer whiskey family whatever you want to call each other uh probably two the the main guys that i've i talked to for a while and then that's how i i learned about the spirit animal society and and jumped on there and and realize that these people are fucking cool. So, uh, yeah. So I want to thank you and Jenny for that, because uh, before that, I, I tried to, to stay off it and whatever. And then we've, we've talked and, and whatnot for a couple of years and it, it was cool. And now I'm just like, you know what, there, there's a family out there and, and yeah. a group out there that doesn't care what you say. You could 
put some random ass tasting notes together and no one cares. They're going to read it. They're going to comment and, and agree with you, whether they agree with you or not. Um, and on that aspect, how did, you know, you touched on it a little bit, um, but how did you get involved with Spirit Animal Society? It was truly Abby reaching out to me. Just and reaching out to you? This community, but a lot of the a lot of the people that are a part of the Spirit Animal Society were the ones that were reaching out and talking to me. Daryl, um, who isn't a spirit animal, but uh, Whiskey Sith, uh, big, big Star Wars guy, Adam. Uh, uh, he's that guy he's from he's from uh, ontario and it's he he was one of the first people i made a post about some like i wasn't interacting as much and then i was like this is a dumb thing to do um but also like we've interacted enough that we was pretty common and we were having regular regular people commenting i was like i'm sorry i've been kind of absent but if you've ever had dealt with these things like I can relate. I've been there. This is why we've been kind of quiet. He's one of the first people to reach out to me and sent me his phone number. And that's like, that's so cool. Like the, uh, the community of that and the, the spirit animals were just so open to that. And it's, it's cool. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of great communities on there. Um, Urban Thieves is awesome. There's some great mm -hmm. people in, in that and uh, as well as many others, but um it opened the opportunity for me to interact with so many people from different walks of life that love a singular thing together. Like we all love whiskey. We all love spirits. We love to experience new things. We love to be a part of this. Uh, we want a group of people that we can relate to and open up to have just some fucking fun with be stupid um, uh, and be completely authentic and real and walk through life together Um instead of keeping up with the Joneses and uh, showing uh, that, uh, you know, our only personality trait is this one thing. Like, no, we have fun. This is a thing we love, but there's more to it than that. And I think um, that's something from the Spirit Animal Society's perspective, like that really showed me is we're a group of people that love a similar thing. We're from different countries. We're from uh, different parts of the states we have different political things that we believe we have different faiths whatever that is like we can all come together and experience what life is whether the end is different than what we expect or not it is just people coming together which is in my views how i believe god or whatever has created us to be he we were created an image to be a community of people who saw differently, were complex, were fun. And to me, I think that's what the, the Spirit Animal Society kind of embodies, really. Um, and just open it up. Like Derek was a was a big proponent. Um, I was actually drinking out of this glass earlier. Uh, Whiskey, Whiskey Chronicles. He was, you know, one of the first people that reached out to us. Um, Timmy, Lucky Timmy as well drinking out of his class as well but uh these guys just really impacted my life uh in a super positive way um and the way that this community in general you guys included have just been like hey i want you to be a part of this because you seem like this is this is something that's a part of your life 
this is part of our life. Let's have a conversation. Let's let's share something together. And I I love that. I'm my my wife is definitely the introvert of the family, uh, and I'm the extrovert. Um, but we we get to have relationships with some kick-ass folks that uh, weren't available to me really without starting a stupid channel about making cocktails and me scaring the shit out of my wife. Like it just, uh, it's, it's cool that that has become an opportunity because this connection we didn't have even 10 years ago, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, Just thinking about the like high school, you have the jocks, you have the nerds, you have the, the, the druggies, drug addicts, whatever. And and no one interacted with each other. And if you were in one group, the other groups wouldn't talk to you. And I was that weird one who I, I, I wasn't the, I didn't really do drugs or drink in high school. So I, I and I was more of the nerdy side, but I, I also played hockey and baseball. So I had the jock friends and you had the few that would kind of meld between the two. But for the most part, the jocks stayed themselves and the nerds stayed themselves. And if you were in one group or the other, you weren't talking to the other group. And, yep. uh, this whole whiskey thing like you and and Derek and and Abby and 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 Brett and Nick and all them they have a couple thousand followers and then I had myself as like two three hundred name drop name drop name drop, no one, name drop. <laughs> all right will it um but no one no one gave it no one gave a shit um whether you had two followers or two thousand or two million followers it, it was you you like whiskey, I like whiskey, I like cigars, you like cigars. Let's let's hang out on yeah on Instagram virtually because we live across the country from each other. But um yeah, this this whole uh Instagram whiskey family, it's our community has been real fun over the last two, three years. Yeah, and I mean that just speaks to the you know, the culture of, you know, the spirit as a whole. I mean, how many times do you hear stories of catastrophes happening at different distilleries who are direct competitors are going you know they're reaching out from other distilleries providing yeast or you know just unaged spirit just to help guys that in other industries or other markets would be a direct competitor you would never help them out because you're fighting against them to make that profit but the whiskey community steps up all the time and just helps out with you know their direct competitor and I, I think that's the overarching thing it's it starts there and you know it's just it's a good community from distilleries on down to us just as fans and you know it it, it can't be said enough that you know it's just it's a good environment to be in you know i mean there's nothing you know that you rarely hear dark side of the industry stories it's always oh this distillery stepped up to help out or this influencer stepped up to help out another you know, somebody that needed help or, you know, GoFundMe pages put up. And I mean, it's just, it's, it really is a community and um, it's like nothing I've, you know, ever experienced. I was real big into beer. Like you said, IPAs were my thing. I was to the point where I was making so much beer at home and kegging it that I was making so much that I would have to, you know, I couldn't give it away. I would have to dump it out because I didn't have another keg to put my beer in that I was making, you know? So, and I never found that in that community. Um, the sense of like belonging or whatever that you get from this community. So, you know, it just echoes what you guys have been saying. 
Yeah, I think you nailed it. Like the the beer community was a big component for me. Just we have a local brewery of some people that I happened to know kind of well. We knew through ironically a church. Uh and uh we hit it off and in a really dark time in my life after my divorce, like they were people there for me. Like it was I'd done some stupid shit in my life and caused some hurt, worked through it all, but was in a terrible place. And they, they were, uh, they were there and they were people that gave me sanctuary, truly, you know, and, but overall, like I can say this from a, from a cocktail standpoint, there are a few like awesome people in the cocktail side of things on Instagram, but, uh, whiskey to me, like they are the most open genuine just wonderful people that are like yeah you fucking went through shit i fucking went through shit let's walk through shit together you're right over there adam yeah uh so <laughs> the score was tied between the lions and the chargers 38 to 38 two seconds left and the Lions kicker kicked it through the uprights and pulls the win out. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. So, um, yeah, so, uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, deepness going on here right now. And, uh, you know, I'm not without, I'm not without my own, um, there's been some shit going on, uh, in my life and I don't need to, fucking pull it all out but what i know is is that um i've made some of my best friends that don't even live within you know driving distance of me um through whiskey and that that's that's crazy because i have been and what i have here in my glass what i have poured is wild turkey 101 this has been uh my love since I was 19 years old. Hell yeah. And, you know, still to this day, it's, you know, um, you, you can, you can strip away every other bottle that I have in this house. Leave me with my wild Turkey one-on-one. Um, and when I started drinking back in the day, it was still, it still had Austin Nichols on the label. And, uh, Paul was generous enough to send us a, uh, 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 it was a one-on-one. Austin two Nichols. samples, and the eighty or eighty-one and the one-on-one eighty-proof uh, Austin Nichols. And um, you know, it was it, those the the one-on-one was from the seventies, and the eighty-proof was from uh, Paul. When was that eighty-proof from? Um, I can't exactly remember. I think it was like the early twenty ten, like twenty twelve or twenty thirteen, because I think twenty fifteen is when they got rid of the Austin Nichols and I came across yeah, those yeah. just on the shelf that are 175 just on the shelf um the the older one the one I think was 76 that was gifted to me by a good buddy of mine um that he I guess one of his friends parents had it in their basement or something like that and he got two bottles and gave me one um which that one was fantastic but just the just the 175 of the Austin Nichols from 2012 or whenever it was I mean that's it's completely different than what you're buying today. It's, it's oh yeah, yeah, really yeah. Good. Oh, and wow. that was that was that was 
what I was drinking back in the day. And there was no, so back in the day, this was 20 years ago, there was no whiskey community. There was no, you know what I mean? Like there were, there were good old boys that were drinking the same things that I drank. And then there were others that were drinking, you know, they were drinking incredible hulks at the bars. It was fucking, um, uh, I can't remember what the fuck it was. It was Alizé and, uh, some, some other, whatever the fuck. There's all this bullshit. Um, the point is, is that the whiskey community has grown exponentially. And, um, in the last, I've seen it really grow within the last eight years or so. And that's how I have formed some of the best friendships that I have still to this day. Um, Jerry, uh, and another group of friends of ours, uh, two years ago and last year came to Kentucky and we all did distillery tours. Um, next year, Paul is probably going to throw in on those distillery tours he's you know he's already blocked off that that time to do so um and and i live right here in kentucky in in bourbon country um i live in lexington so i live you know uh 40 minutes from buffalo trace and woodford reserve and glens creek and castle and key and there's some distilleries here in town and then there's uh, uh, Four Roses and Wild Turkey 20 minutes down the road. And then Bardstown is just a little bit uh, like an hour away, whatever. Um, the point is, is that um, it, it, it's crazy to me as a human being that this spirit um, brings people together more than, at least here in this country, at least here in America, more than... Scotch does more than gin, more than vodka, you know, um, and it even brings us together more than uh, uh, just everyday bullshit that you every human encounters. Um, and it, it's it's just it's it's a it's a very um, it's a very cool thing because. I've made a lot of friends that I would not have ever met. Just like Jerry was talking about earlier. I would have never met Jerry. I would have never met Paul. I would have never met the other guys that were involved in the tours that we've done or that we're going to do. Um, and then, and then friends that we all have outside of that, um, without, without bourbon, um, and not only bourbon, but just spirits in general, but specifically bourbon. Um and specifically American whiskey. Let let's let's put a, a I, I would think that bourbon would be a really fine point on it, but American whiskey is probably the finer point because um a lot of us, like the three of us here, Jerry and Paul and myself, really enjoy uh uh rye whiskeys. Um, um, Jerry and Paul really enjoy American single malts. The three of us really enjoy bourbon. Um, we all three of us really enjoy, uh, rum as well. Um, so there, there's a lot to really be said for, like I said, uh, uh, Chris, you and I were both brought up in <coughs> conservative, uh, 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 Christian, 
religions and where where it was, you know, do not drink, do not drink alcohol at all. No beer, no wine, no. And and at the same time, they're telling you in their sermons that Jesus turned water into wine. So like everything they're telling us doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, and, and with that being the case, you know, you grow up and you, you get outside of it. And, uh, um, I, I wanted to be a minister. I, I preached my first sermon sermon when I was 17. And then I realized after the fact, you know what, the church is full of shit. So, you know, Jesus himself, not so much, uh, Christianity to some degree depends on how you look at it. Cause some of it's garbage and some of it is not and uh the same is true for judaism the same is true for islam Mm -hmm. um it it really it really matters how you you interpret it and if you can interpret it correctly and that can be said to be true for the uh the the you know uh drinking alcohol um if you don't drink it to get drunk all the fucking time, if you're not being an asshole, if you're not being respond or irresponsible, you know, uh, it, it, you know, it's um, religion. What they tell you is bullshit. That's just all there is to it. So, um, to me, uh, drinking it responsibly, um, and and finding that community is it's it really is magical uh, because there is a wider community out there of people that that uh we we really you know for me it's it's about the history of the spirit it's about um uh the history of the country as it relates to bourbon production or even rye production rye whiskey production um this country doesn't exist without those two things that's all there is to it so there's there's some there's some really magical things out there as far as spirits go, and it's it's wonderful to find folks um, like the three of you where we can all come together around those things. It's it's a really simple thing, but it's really big at the same time. Agreed. Totally agree with that. It's it's cool to to be a part like that. Uh, that, that this whole thing, this this thing that goes in a bottle that came out of some pieces of wood, yeah, rock, people from all over a nation that it that can be divided, and that that is that has brought us together to talk about life and where we came from and what we enjoy, and that's and it's fun because it, I and it's just my perspective, but it's. I feel like it gives you the opportunity to talk about something that you enjoy instead of just the shit around you. Mm-hmm. 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 That is like whatever else is going on. It's given you something that you like uh, to share with others. And you get to say, Hey, here's this positive thing like that that is going on inside this bottle. And it, brings out the positive things in our lives and i think that like there is for sure toxic positivity but it's good to see the good things in our lives as well um it's a term i have never thought about being a thing um 
And I, I guess I could, I guess I could, uh, see where you're coming from with that. Um, but it, for me, as far as this goes, this is a, this is a thing that we can all find a reason to enjoy and come together around the, so, so a, a, a good way to put this would be for, um, the feeling that you get around Christmas time or around Thanksgiving, where it's all about, you know, you're getting together with your family, you know, it's going to be a shit show, right? Like you're going to, you're, you know, there's probably going to be a fight, but it's, it's, you expect it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun fight, like that kind of thing. That's what I expect every time that I get together with Jerry and Paul or yeah. with with anybody that I know that I have come together with through bourbon. Like we we're gonna get together and we we're gonna have a confrontation. Like there the at some point, if we if we sit together long enough, there's gonna be a confrontation. And it's probably gonna involve me because I'm a dick and I'm <laughs> I <laughs> and that's that's the truth. I I don't I don't I don't like uh I don't I don't put up with people's bullshit and <laughs> I'm an asshole. <laughs> Excuse as long me. as we're self-aware, man. That's that's how I get through every day. Like oh, shit. I'm, I'm acutely self-aware. Oh, he is very aware. I'm 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 an asshole <laughs> and I'm I'm fine with it. But the thing is is that at the, at, at the same time it's the same kind of situation where, you know, when you're in your twenties and you get to a friend, you get drunk and you get to a friend with your, uh, get to a fight with your friend. And then it's, it's, you know, the next day, everything's good. It's the same situation. So, um, I'm very thankful. Uh, I know this is in our, our Thanksgiving special, but I'm thankful to have the two of you in my life i'm thankful that that we have this uh this podcast that we can uh, get together on a weekly basis and and um share how we feel about spirits and and beer products and cigars and uh agree or disagree with each other um and i'm thankful for the guests that we have it's a good time i i, I look forward to this yeah. every i really do and this this one hundred and one, this wild turkey one hundred and one, I'm real thankful for this right now because this shit, Jesus Christ, like this is, yeah, oh, this yeah, is that, not a four hundred and fifty dollar bottle, and I'm real okay with it. That, that's what I started off with. We had dinner, and first pour of the night was wild turkey one hundred and one. Yeah, which is that's usually one of the the few that I start out with that. Um, the or real makers. horse that we did on nah well recently yeah because of that tour i don't know regular makers is hit or miss for me um but recently it's, it's been hit but that tour really gave me a, 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 a new appreciation for yeah. the regular makers every, really every, i've been there twice this was the second time and i went back to it when i got back home and it's yeah there's there's something else when you go to the distillery uh, but it's, it's beautiful. Turkey 101 and and uh, Wheel Horse 101 and Evan Williams White Label, um, and then um, Green River 
Oh man. Urban. Well, those are typically the the ones that I grab off the shelf. Like I get home from work, I need a drink. Those those are the ones. And we really found uh, a new appreciation for the Green River stuff at Bourbon Thirty. Because Jesus Christ, that shit, that Green River stuff. That oh my God, that that shit is. (laughs) uh, God is so good. Um, But we got we got to have an episode on that because I'm pretty sure both of us get. Gave Paul our blend, so yeah, yeah. Like, I assume I blend I Paul, that, and I know that you sent your yours to me, so I, I'm sure you sent so, it to Paul. Yeah, we'll have to have an episode on that one. Yeah, sooner than later, because I keep looking at that sample in my sample box, and <laughs> I know if I open it, I'm going to drink the whole damn thing. So yeah, yeah we'll so, have to do that soon. That shit's good. So that that tour that I did at Buff, or, or I'm sorry, at Maker's Mark, um, last week. Uh, I was walking around. I was watching them put the lights up, <laughs> and um, I just knew I'm bringing my wife back here next month because here's the thing: Christmas has been a situation for me. Um, when I was younger, it was my favorite, of course, and then my mother passed away when I was 11, uh, a month after Christmas. And that was a problem. That was, it was not a thing anymore. I hated it for a long time. And then I moved in with my dad and my stepmother. And my stepmother and I didn't get along. And it was her favorite uh, holiday. And so it really kind of fucking set it off. Like it was it was a problem. And then, um, you know, like I said earlier, uh, my stepmother and I, we, we figured things out. And everything's good now. Um, but since my kids came along, Christmas has really been a, a, a big thing for me. And so I was down there at that, at that distillery and, um, on a fall day, Christmas, notwithstanding, that is a beautiful campus. It is, it is wonderful. Um, and anybody that's a bourbon fan should go check out the Maker's Mark campus. It is absolutely gorgeous. But these guys were putting the, the lights up and, and I could just I could see it in my head. The lights around the tree, like yeah. it was, they were wrapped all the way around the trees and they had the wreaths up on every building and the lights wrapped around the fucking the 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 banisters where you hold it to go up and whatever. And it, I I'm just I can picture it in my head. And it's just fucking so while Jerry was doing his barrel pick. Um, I went to the bar and I got some, some drinks and then I went and sat outside and where, where I was sitting outside was facing the entire campus. And there was a, a stone wall right there on the other side of the chairs that I was sitting at. So I sat down in the chair, put my feet up on this wall and I was looking out over the entire campus. And it's, it's, it's just one of the most beautiful campuses here. Yeah. And um yeah, I got I, back that what was that Saturday? Yeah. And we have down in, in St. Augustine, they do uh Knights of Lights where they put every year they outdo themselves. It, it's a couple thousand lights throughout the, the city of St. Augustine or town of St. Augustine, whatever you want to call it. And I told her, I told Stacy, um, instead of St. Augustine this year, let's let's go makers mark. And she kind of laughed, and I pulled up pictures on on Google of what the, the lights were 
look like. I was like, they're putting lights up when we were there. This is what it looks like. She goes, so when we going? I thought, oh, <laughs> don't tempt me because I'll be up there tomorrow if you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but, if that happens, let me know. <laughs> I'll put you guys up in my house. You guys can come stay here. Um, I'm, I'm very appreciative of Stacy. She has, uh, taken it upon herself without prompting from Jerry to, um, oh, I had no make, idea, make no Instagram idea. videos for our podcast, um, all by herself. Um, and, uh, to, to promote it. And, uh, I'm, you know, thank you, Stacy. Uh, that's great. But that, you know, if you guys want to come up for the, for the makers mark tour, let me know. Um, we'll, we'll put you up. We got you. Uh, um, it, it's great. It's, it's, it's so before I went there, um, uh, Jim beam, Buffalo trace and starlight, the Huber farms in Indiana were my top three. Um, and makers Mark edged out Buffalo trace easily. Mm-hmm. um, Huber Farms, if you've not been there, it is fucking it, it's, it's a working it's magical. Farm. It's <laughs> it magical. is, it's magical. It's it's, it's a working farm um with a uh distillery and a winery. And um, but when you drive up, you drive through an orchard, like a and and it's beautiful, and they have you can go there and you can pay X amount of dollars and then go pick whatever the fuck that they happen to be, yeah. whatever happens to be in season. Strawberries yeah, or apples you, or whatever. You pick farm. Yeah. yeah you pick farm. Oh my God. It's 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 really awesome. Um that's probably number one um in my mind. And then Jim Beam and Makers Mark are competing for number two. So um probably Makers Mark and then Jim Beam right after um really really cool stuff um yeah uh i i'm gonna take my wife back there here in a couple weeks i'm really excited to go back when they have the christmas lights up you know it's you know no daylight savings time at this particular moment so uh it's gonna get dark earlier and we can go there and see the lights and it's just gonna be awesome um just to walk around. So while, while Jerry was there, uh, Jerry had to be there at noon and my tour didn't start till one forty, And so I just walked around and gave myself my own tour and it's just fucking beautiful. So, uh, Paul has been there. Chris, have you been there? I've been to, I've been to makers, uh, this last year. It was the first time I got to do any sort of bourbon tours. Uh, which was really dope. Um, went up there. Uh, we weren't going to be able to make it happen. And some amazing people in the bourbon community um, were like, hey, what are you doing the last week of February? I was like, well, it's my birthday week. Uh, they they were like, all you got to do is get here uh, and supply your own food. And like, we got an Airbnb. So come on up and we'll go do some tours and stuff. And makers, they're they're uh barrel was coming to maturity so he was going to get his bottles and stuff and um we went out with them and went to makers and i was blown away by the makers campus like we hit up a lot of places and just going in there i was like 
I one thing that I really enjoyed is that I didn't have any signal on my phone. Yeah, um, I didn't either. <laughs> nothing. I'm I'm in sales and for work. And even like, even I, their Wi-Fi, you don't get shit. No, <laughs> like I didn't have I didn't have shit. Uh, so I, I'm in sales. So like I'm glued to my phone all the time. Yeah. I, that's what I do. Yeah. Uh, and it just disconnected me enough. Uh, and it was, it was so nice. That was a fun little thing, but God, we were there in February. So it's, it's still beautiful up in Kentucky, but like no, nothing was blooming. Nothing was changing color. Like leaves were off trees and stuff, but damn, uh, we went back to uh, Louisville um, this summer and we were like, well, once our son graduates, like Kentucky's it. Like that's where we want to be. I want to be in the bourbon. Yeah. So, oh, look, a moth just flew across the. Well, I, I saw the moth. I did see, I did see the moth. So uh, uh, the next time you're in Kentucky, um, you know, uh, when, when does your son graduate? We got a few years. He's <laughs> okay. He okay. turns ten this year. My my daughter is at a, our daughter's at a at a University of Tennessee right now. Oh, nice, He's, very nice. Except for this last weekend, let's not talk about yesterday. Let's not talk about the Missouri game. No, no. UT got let's talk handled. about. It. Let's talk UT about. UT got it. UT got handled Just yesterday. So up, that was that was amazing for me as a UK fan. I'm sure it was. <laughs> you're, you're talking to a UK fan and a UF fan. Yeah. <laughs> no. God damn it! I was so mad. I I was in the airport, so I didn't get to watch like any football on Saturday, which really sucked. But I we were sitting. I didn't down. get to either. My daughter had a had a cheer competition, so I didn't get to either. But my buddy texted me about my other buddy who is a UT fan, and he knows it. And he's like, "We, you know, somebody needs to uh, reach out to him and let him, you know, check on him because he's a UT he's fan." Okay. I look, I looked up. It was still, I don't know, second quarter, and I was like, "What do you mean Missouri's beating UT right now? What the hell?" No, that was great. Oh. That was good stuff. That was fantastic. That was amazing. Oh God damn it! It was. Oh it yeah. Was and I just uh, don't get me wrong. I I'm not mad that like UK is doing like badass shit. They're yeah. not doing badass shit. They're uh, not. They've had they. Have, I mean, last year was incredible. This year still isn't bad. Oh, it's better than most years. <laughs> no, you guys are a basketball school. But I well, mean, basketball is going to be a different situation. We'll we'll no, see how that pans out. I have no doubt. No doubt in that regard, but uh, you know the the Florida game this year that was nuts. That was great. no the UK Florida game was fucking ridiculous. Look, that was a crazy okay. game. So yeah. so 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 fucking that that one player, uh, uh, Ray Davis is the reason why Ray Davis beat Florida by himself single handedly. Single handedly, yeah. and because of that, he had, fucking, he had because, what, like three hundred yards? Yeah, because of that <laughs> game. Because of that game, uh, UK has not won another since. Because fucking, I don't think Florida has, has been, either. Let's single out Ray Davis. That's the motherfucker that we can't let get past us. Let's we we need to have uh, 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 Devin Leary beat us through the air, and this motherfucker can't do it. He is not. He he's worthless. Um, my, my look, my 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 older cousin uh, uh, was talking to some folks from North Carolina not too long ago, 
and he was like, uh, they were like, oh, well, you got our, our, our quarterback. Uh, and he was like, well, do you want him back? And they were like, nope, there's a reason why he was in the transfer portal in the first place. Yeah, because he's fucking terrible. Uh, he, he's, <laughs> that's, that's the reason why. So uh, anyway, anyway, let's get off the subject of UK football <laughs> right now and get on to the subject of Kentucky with the distilleries because that's where the real interesting stories takes place. Um when you're in Kentucky next time, let me know. Um, we'll, we'll, will. we'll we'll make it happen. Um, hoping hoping around the same time of year, I'll holler at you and we'll, okay. we'll make something happen. Okay. So, um, trying to like, trying to like make, like Adam was talking about. Um, what was it? Summer of the last two years, mm-hmm. like June, I think it was. Uh, mm-hmm. Which story? Which story are you talking about? Both both uh Kentucky trips. They were in both in June, I think. Yeah, they were both in June. They were. So um if next year ends up being June as well and or July, sometime in the summer, it's usually easier for all of us. Yeah. Um and if you got availability, if you and Jenny have avail- availability. And Paul. Um, well, Paul always already said yeah. Yeah, um, Paul, depending Paul's on where we go. Yeah. Paul's like, fuck um, yeah, I'm I going. Mean, we, uh, <laughs> depending on where, and he's ready to go. We either get an Airbnb or we'll stay at Adam's house in, in Lexington and, yep, or get an Airbnb in Lexington. And, um, shit, we, we've, we've had guys sleep on the couch in the living room. We've had guys sleep on an air mattress in the living room. We've um, had guys sleep in the car. <laughs> that's a different story. Um, I ain't scared. Uh, poor Wayne. Poor Wayne. So uh, Wayne. Wayne is a uh, he's a mid fifties um, dude that has, music teacher. Uh, he uh, his he he recently I, I say recently within the last couple of years went through a divorce and um, has rediscovered himself. Um, and, and he and, found and, whiskey to oh, help him, which oh, he which did. is fine. He found whiskey, and, but um, we we went to an Irish bar in Louisville. Um, right down the street from Old Forester. Old Forester, and he dumped his whole plate as soon as it so, landed in front of him on at his feet. In, in his defense, him. in his defense, when the waitress put it down, it was on the edge, and then he kind of went to grab it. Yeah, and his hand hit the that. edge of it, and it it fell down. Yeah, oh, so. but he but he was too drunk to actually say something. Yeah, a, so a regular never, person hey, would say, "Hey, I've dumped all my food. I need some more." And he else? just danced on it. <laughs> he left it on the floor on and continued talking to the bartender in the bar back. I think the bar back was like um, uh, Mormon or something like that. No, or, that was the waiter. Had, that was the waiter that wasn't. Someone was Mormon, and they had this conversation. All of us, there was like five of us that ate. He never ate. His chicken sandwich was on the floor. And his chips. And his chips. Anyways, Wayne's a good guy. He's a really good dude. He's a really, really, like, he's the kind of guy that you would, uh, after you get to know him, like, uh, well, even when you first get to know him, but after you get to know him, you would lay down your life for this human being. He's a really nice person. He's he's a good person. Being, like Adam said, 
somewhere in the fifties, thought he could hang with the thirties and early forties guys. And us thirty and early forties guys can't even hang out with ourselves. And he tried to and he uh he failed, unfortunately. So Um, so the first day he fell asleep in the car on the way home. The second day he fell asleep on the couch as soon as we got there, and the third day he went home early. (laughs) <laughs> um, but he tried real hard and he, he's, he's a, um, he's, he's way up for any kind of shenanigans as long as, you know, he, he, um, as long as his, he learned this year. He yeah. Learned. He, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he's a, he's a good dude. He's a really good dude. Let, let's yeah. put it that way. He's a really nice Wonderful person. Um, he's been through some shit, and that's how we, you know, a lot of us came together uh, through this other podcast. Uh, there's some of us that didn't, and uh, there's some of us that did. So um, he he's a really good guy. He's he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, and yeah. he he's you know he he's kind of like the. Uh, He's kind of like the drunk dad that just comes along, you know. Um, and you know, but but he's he's gonna hang out with my kids, and then at nine a.m. he's <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. He's like, oh fuck, why did I do this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he was struggling pretty hard. He was it, like the first night he he held on with us sort of, and then uh, the next day. It was not a good time for him. And then the next night, he went to sleep early. And then the next morning, he was gone. Um, and he texted us, "I've I've left. <laughs> I, I need to go home." <laughs> but I mean, he's a, he's a really good dude. He's a really good guy. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, we we've uh, we've had a good time the last couple of years. And uh, if you and uh, your wife want to come along that that'd be a good time um it's I'm, fun it's fun. we're always looking for a reason to go to kentucky so yeah well, shit. It's, it's, it's multiple reasons i mean we get we get to go to kentucky for one two are, are it sounds terrible when i say it that way <laughs> tennessee's in the way we get to see our daughter and we also get to go to kentucky i'm going to rephrase that well, anytime you're in kentucky you can just give me a holler <laughs> it stones me <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh. oh man, I I switched sticks. Freaking! I was gonna say what? What are you? What are you smoking now? So it's one of my favorite, like affordable sticks, uh, Nicarustica Adobe. Um, hmm. it is. Uh, it's got a Brazilian Montefina wrapper. Um, so it it brings in. I don't experience this much in cigars, but like a citrus note from that wrapper and it's 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 pretty tasty i don't know how much brazilian leaf you guys have had but man it's just fun it's kind of different in in that realm and i don't know it might be psychosomatic for me but i genuinely get that uh from from uh from this cigar and from others that i've had um with that brazilian leaf and i i really really enjoy it and it's like the toro's six dollars five ninety or something like that most places so yeah absolutely yeah, I, I, 
I just pulled it up on uh, JR Cigars and uh, a box of 25 for a Toro is 18 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a good one. I, I love it. It's, it's true estate. So it puts out a ton of smoke, which just feels like black magic, but it's, it's good stuff. Drew Estates puts out some, some damn good, yeah, some I, some damn good sticks that uh, whether they're the um, what are they the, the two three dollar um, was factory. it the factory smokes oh. that that are like three dollars a stick or the more expensive eight ten thirty dollars a stick that they got out there, they're well, legal. It don't matter, of course, but yeah, they're uh. They're doing some cool Ooh. stuff. You guys, I can dive into stuff. Uh, are you guys um, Dunbarton fans? Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Steve, we, we've had some. We 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 had some. Adam didn't like them, but me and Paul did. What? Mm-hmm. I'm blown. The, the the um. Well, I, I got well, sick. Well, what was the name? What was the name of that cigar? Um, Sober Mesa. No, it was Peter. the um. I don't remember what, what, hold on, hold on. I got it on, on the They're not cheap spreadsheet here. Uh, um, That's it was, I yeah, I, I, so it wasn't necessarily the cigar that was the issue. I, I just, I got real sick. I, I, it, it was not, it was not working out for me. So it was still well star. Yep, so, yeah, it was. I can understand that. That's the pipe tobacco blend one. I yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I like those. I can totally see that. It was not <laughs> my thing. No, no, that that's what me and Paul basically said. Like, it, it's definitely a lot different than mm-hmm. most people are used to because of tobacco. Uh, the pipe tobacco. Um, oh. I enjoyed it a lot. It's not going to be one that I I go for weekly or monthly. It's going to be some random. Like, I got a. Uh, was it the 2022 holiday blend or 2020? Yeah, the 2020. Yeah, or it was the 22 holiday blend because the 23 hasn't come out yet. Yep. Um, that's sit, sitting in the humidor. Um, I like that. when I'll smoke that one. Who knows? Um, it's definitely a different smoke. I enjoyed it a lot. Paul seemed to enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Adam didn't. Um, I did not. I did not. But it was but you know the, that was. You know, I I think that that's important at the same time because it's different. It's that tobacco well, or the tobacco smoke. It, it's the the pipe tobacco. It, it's well, definitely a that, different smoke every versus episode that we've had, smoke. except for one episode, has been oh well, we like this thing and whatever. And I yeah. was like, I I you know I I I first of all, it 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 made me feel ill, and um, does not help. It was not. I can't. I can't really lay that at the feet of the cigar. Yeah. But what I knew was it was not my thing, and um, I didn't feel great uh, smoking it. And um, with that being the case, that needed to be put out there because if we're going to have any kind of credibility as a podcast, where where we review these types of things. We can't, it, it can't always be all three of us are like, yeah, this is great. And this is great. And this is great. It can't, that it can't be that thing. So, um, 
Um, it, it wasn't it wasn't like I took that opportunity to say no uh, this is terrible and, and I don't like it but I I didn't like it I did I didn't like it and <laughs> you know as far as beer products go we talked about that earlier um what was it uh, Viking Revolution do not use this bullshit Viking Revolution I don't like fuck it's terrible um, that's that's the one that we initially gave a good review to, and then we're like, nope, don't. The 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 chemicals are made in China, mm-hmm. and don't use it, and it's terrible. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, the uh uh that I like uh the uh the Drew Estates and the guy that uh, what was his name, Jerry. Steve Saka. Yeah. Um, he's done some great things. Um, uh, but that 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 blue star, no, that was not my thing. Not my not my thing at all. Well. Yeah, that I, I went on a on a tangent with their stuff. And I, I like Stillwell Stars, but you're exactly right. It's very much for me now situational. Like I, I gotta want that super aromatic pipe tobacco type thing and i'm smoking one cigar like i'm not gonna be doing anything else like it's gonna be i'm a one cigar a day kind of guy sometimes two to three um but normally one a day uh and the the Stillwells, you're not gonna catch me smoking one every few weeks at most and it's because i was like i want this specific thing but his the me carita uh the sober mesa blue if i want something lighter um and uh the scene compromiso if you like a bolder more spicy uh cigar that's a great cigar it's a, it's a 15 to 16 stick and i don't want to spend that on every stick like not gonna happen like i can't i can't i can't no. i can't afford that i don't want to spend that kind of money he, but he knows he knows what he's doing. He knows that like, all right, I get my my shit's expensive. I'm not gonna up my production to devalue my cigar and sure. make it less good. Like I think he's he's brought some great stuff. Uh, if you have, I mean, you may have already, Adam, but the Mikarita Blue um, is awesome. The Mikarita Black, if you guys can get your hand on, hands on it, if it's available, it was a limited ish release. Um, it's a bolder cigar. It's I would say it is full bodied um, flavor and and like output. Like it's just it's a more intense cigar, but it's it's great. But again, it's another one of those that like it's not something I'd recommend everybody for one. It's a twelve to fifteen dollar cigar. It's hard to spend that kind of money. Like I mean, the the League of Provadas around here. Uh, I need to go to. So I took Jerry to a bar here uh, right outside of town called Jake's Cigar Bar. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Liga Provadas are fucking $25 a cigar. Oh, no. yeah. That's too much. So Jerry can get them for, what, 15 12 Yeah. Something like 15 that. To, uh, down in 15, Florida. 15, to, 15 to 18 Yeah, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm a very big fan of Liga Provadas, but 
Jesus Christ. So but we went to that bar and of course that's what I had um, because it's available and it's the only place around here that I know can buy them. Um, but um, dude knows what he's doing. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly he knows what he's doing and his cigars are fantastic. Um, but that, that pipe tobacco was not up my alley at all. It just didn't work for me. And that's, you know, that's, that's not saying anything. I'm not any kind of a cigar expert. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm not, I'm not a cigar expert. Um, but it is a thing that I do on a regular basis. So if, if, you know, uh, if it's not something that doesn't sit well with me, but it sits well with Paul and Jerry, well, you know, consider the, uh, the, the, uh, uh, uh you know, uh, fuck, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, shit, uh, the majority. There we go. Consider, consider the majority. Um, these two dudes say that it works well for them. It doesn't work work well for me and it, it it was so bad for me that i couldn't take part in the episode at all like i just sat here and uh like it, like it made me sick yeah. um and i don't think it was the cigar i think it was the circumstances um because i had drank a whole lot the night before um and it just it just wasn't there for me. It was a perfect so, story. Yeah, it, it just wasn't it. So, um, you know, if there are three dudes involved or three people that, that do this on a regular basis and, you know, two out of the three say that they like it, you know, that's 66% that say, oh, well, this is great. Yeah. And the other 33, which is me, says, no, this is not great. I don't like it. Well, you know, maybe don't listen to that 33%. You know, just just try it for yourself. Um, yep. Because that, it, it you know, I, I went back and I gave it another shot uh, the next day um, because I still had a little bit um, um, hanging out here in the ashtray. And it wasn't as bad as it was the day before, but it still wasn't my thing. But that was just me. So, yeah, and I, I agree with you. I think in that cigar in particular, like that one is very aromatic. Mm -hmm. uh, the twenty-two, um, the white twenty-twenty-two was super aromatic, and Jenny loves the smell. She she likes to smell a cigar. She doesn't smoke. She's tried it. She's like, not my jam. I appreciate it. You do your thing. Um, uh, and like she'll sit outside with me like I'm I'm lucky enough to where she's like I'll I'll come and sit up at the humidor with you and just chill with you and it doesn't bother her at all she likes the smell but uh it's it's a uh, it's one of those that's it smells good it it's sweeter and it does have that impact I can totally see that especially if I didn't if if I wasn't feeling great and I had drank the night before enough uh, I don't think that would be a choice for me. <laughs> right, I'd, I'd be in a rough place, man. Uh, <laughs> right. it, 
right i like i like a lot of his other stuff it just it's more that and most of his stuff is the bolder profiles the bigger stuff yeah the like if you're a cigar guy and you've been doing it a while that's what you typically like and i that that's his kind of fun experiment but yeah i'm i'm always curious that i got stuck on their uh brulee blue which was a connecticut i went on a kick with just like flavorful connecticut what the hell was that um uh and uh his really stood out to me and i dove into a lot of his other stuff the sin compromiso the Corita series and some others but yeah i i like his but i don't i can't spend that kind of money all the time it's so expensive like there are so many it's America, we have the opportunity for some great stuff wow there are so many moths out here it's <laughs> It's real expensive though, especially if you know you're, you're you're into bourbon. Jesus Christ, like you're you you have found a new thing that you need to spend money on. Like fuck, not. I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. Um, hobbies that cost me this much money. Do what? I don't need two hobbies that cost me this much money. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, with this show, we have found a third. With the beard products. Because yeah. goddamn. <laughs> Helping me, y'all. <laughs> it's it's fucking expensive. It is. And and thankfully, and this is the truth, we've had a couple uh, uh beard companies reach out to us um and send us some some samples. And uh we've had a couple uh, uh just a couple uh bourbon companies reach out and send us samples but it's 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 real fucking it, it's expensive it's real goddamn expensive and it's fun it's real fun um and and it's um for me um i can't uh i can't drink like i used to um my doctor has told me that i can't um I, i've got fatty liver uh fatty liver disease uh so that that's a thing for me um that has happened recently um but um it it's it's a good time for you know uh, we know that on sundays at five o'clock we get to sit around and uh talk bullshit and smoke cigars and drink whiskey and talk about the beer products that we put in our faces um but it gets expensive it's fucking expensive real quick so we share we share the cost the three yep. of us uh we you know we we, we share the cost as okay. much as we can anyway um but um that's awesome that, that you get to do that with your wife um lucky i know my wife also likes bourbon um but not to the extent that you know she she's She's uh she likes her her Jim Beam white and that's where she stops pretty much. I mean, she'll try the others. She's so I have um Jerry, how many what how many bottles would you have would you say that I have in this house? About 300 or so. Too many. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm drinking. That's accurate. Um so my my wife she's she's tasted everything that I have in the house. Um, but she likes her Jim Beam White. That's that's her favorite. That's that so and that's amazing. Um uh she likes bourbon. You know, usually women they're they're 
you know, they're all about the uh, the vodkas and, and things of that nature. Um, so, you know, uh, that that's awesome that uh, Jenny, is that is that right? Is that her that's name? Right. Yes. Yeah. So that's awesome that she, she also likes the bourbon. You guys can share that together. That's that's fantastic. That's great. You say that it's it is wonderful. It's I love that I get to share that with her. The other side of that is that my whiskey gets drank twice as fast. <laughs> so if Adam and Paul remember, because we had um, Brian from Tenth Mountain on was that two weeks ago? Two weeks, yeah. yeah. Two weeks, yeah. I love great Brian. time. So good guy. Um, just a we we've we've talked about the bottle chugs and um the spirit animal society is all about the bottle chugs and i've seen many from chris and jenny and um i I know what i've gone through with bottle chugs and i could imagine what would happen if stacy in there joined me on it like i'd be emptying my bottles double than what i typically do uh, she'll she'll sample a little bit out of my glass here and there. She won't typically pour a glass or or make a drink, but I I can imagine two people drinking whiskey at the same time, pouring right out of the bottle, like as Chris is doing right now, called the sash straight from the bottle. And it's a uh, I I've seen many. Good lord. Well, here's the thing. I will. My Jenny is like I said, the more introverted one of us. Like I'll yeah, I'll be the one that'll instigate it out. There'll be something that comes up in a chat or whatever, and I'll walk out and I'll just hand her a bottle, and she's like, "Oh, this is how tonight's gonna go. Cool. Yep, <laughs> we're bottle chugging, and that's that's just how that goes. So I'm I'm glad I'm glad I've been fortunate enough to get to. To gain a collection, because a couple of years ago, <laughs> that wasn't happening. Well, now, not only that, but you, you have to be glad that you have uh, chosen properly, right? Somebody that is willing to um, engage in your collection, right? Uh, somebody that's willing to uh, take part of, right? I, I know that at least for myself, like I said, my wife, she likes the Jim Beam White. But she will try anything that I if, if I have something in my glass and I say, holy shit, this is fantastic. Try this. She'll try it. And her usual reaction is. Yeah, that's good. Now, that's that's not the reaction that I'm looking for, but it's at least better than I don't want this ever again. Like this, yeah. like, you know, that's not the, rea- the, the, the as somebody that loves bourbon. Yeah. I love so for me, um I took classes at UK to mm-hmm. uh learn about bourbon. Like I already knew yeah most of the things, but um because I, I'd already you know looked into it and learned and whatever, but um I learned about barrel chemistry, I learned about spirit chemistry, I learned about all, all these things. Um because I wanted to know things that just the average person couldn't learn. I just wanted to know. Um, and my wife, uh, you know, she was just along for the ride. Um, yeah. And so, um, you know, anything that I hand her, she'll try. 
and she'll try it gladly. You know, she she doesn't go into it with a a, a shitty look on her face. She goes into it with a, uh, you know, this is probably going to be good. And that includes rye, that includes bourbon, that includes rum, all all tequila, all these things. Yeah. And um, that's a that's a that's a, a fantastic thing that you can share with your significant other. Right. Yeah. That that, uh, you know, that that's that's wonderful because this is the thing that you have poured so much of yourself into that you enjoy and you can share that with somebody that yeah you have chosen to spend your entire life with yeah so um that's that's great yeah i'm i'm lucky in that regard it's fun i'm and i i know i'm i mentioned jerry about sending you guys a a sample i really wanted to and i just <laughs> everything that's happened in the in the past month has been kind of crazy so i didn't get to and i'm sad because i would have loved to have done this to you guys i i am i'm a fan it's another one of those instances like i said earlier like i'm the guy that dives into things that people like that i'm like how the fuck do you like this the first time i try it uh and that's smoky whiskeys and like it like yeah paul nope. just not for big me no. not for big, me big hard no I, I told you i i told you i'd be all for it um i'm not yeah. the biggest peated fan or smoked fan but i enjoy I enjoy it enough to, or I appreciate it enough to enjoy it. The other two are, yeah, hit or miss. Um, I knew Adam would be completely far away from it. Paul, I figured, would be kind of in the middle. Um, but yeah, like, like I, I'm, I'll appreciate it and I'll enjoy it. The other two, I'm not. I wasn't 100 percent sure. Now, and well, now you, Jerry, got, you now you got your like answer. He knows a motherfucker like the like. No, Jerry. Jerry does know. I, I'm. I'm not a. Uh, I was gonna say if that mother, if Chris fucking sent you fucking Lefroy twelve year or whatever, <laughs> you fucking wouldn't drink the fuck out of it at all. No. no well, here's the thing. I, so, so here's the thing about me. I would drink it, but I may not enjoy it. But I'm gonna finish it. I'm gonna finish what's in that bottle. Um, I, I may not enjoy it. it. It's so single malts are real hit and miss for me. Oh, I totally get that. Um, they, they really need to be on point or I'm not going to enjoy it. Yep. Um, and, and Jerry and Paul know that about me. Um, there's some smoky scotches out there that I really fucking enjoy. And then, and then there's some regular, just, you know, I don't, I don't even know if they're Highlands or whatever the fuck, um, just scotches, uh, like, uh, um, fuck, uh. I can see, I can see the. I can see the brand. Um, anyway, um, yeah, uh, 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 single malts are not necessarily my thing. Not at all. There's some some West Coast uh, single malts that are really good. The uh, the what are they called, Jerry? Uh, the the uh, Westward and Westland. Yeah, yeah. The Westwards. The Westwards are really fucking good. They are really good. Oh my god! Um, I I bought. I, I westward i bought jenny and i bought a bottle and they're not cheap either they're 90 dollars, 80 bucks here in mm -hmm. now that's just really good though it, it's really good what they do it's we bought it on the bottle shape i was like this shit's pretty i don't buy a lot on a label but yeah God, no, it's yeah. pretty i kind of want it yeah it yeah so that's, that shit's really good and then the uh, um 
What's what's the teardrop bottle from the West Coast? What's that called? Um, goddamn, is that the uh, Westland? No. Um. Uh, fuck. Fuck. Uh, Mike Gridner put us onto it. Yeah, um, it's the all female owned and operated distillery. I know exactly what you're talking about. I can see the bottle. Holy shit! Yeah. It's it's so good. Freeland. 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 That shit is so good. And they, yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, I don't know how, like, that shit is so good. It's so good. But the, uh, the Westland is, is really good. Um, there's, there's some good, uh, well, shit, um, 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 where did we go? The first tour that we went to here in Lexington, Jerry, was Town Branch, Town Branch. They have a single malt that they make, and it's actually really good. Um, it's it's not fantastic, but it's it's pretty good. Um, but like I said, single malt is hit or miss for me. Um, and I I like a lot of scotches. Um, after I got into bourbon, I ventured out into scotch, and uh, there's there's some good scotches out there, um, but. That uh, you know, uh, the single malts are really they're they're hit or miss for me. So yeah, I'm I've it's a single malt scotch specifically was like my gateway, really into diving into whiskey. Uh, but then I remember I had a family member that went to Scotland and brought me back a bottle of Lagavulin, sixteen, mm-hmm. and it's I so good. That. It's really good. It's it's delicious, but at the time. I didn't know what it was or anything about it, and I drank it, and he said it best, and I still believe this. I like it a lot now. At the time, I didn't love it, but it's like if you sat on the beach with a flannel next to a fire and then ate the flannel. Like, I think that's... <laughs> that's that's what it's like, and I was like, oh, man, that's I hate how accurate that is. I hundred percent. Well, here, here's the thing about that is that uh, uh, Lagavulin uh, to me was introduced by Nick Offerman in Parks and Rec, and yes. Parks, Parks and Rec is my favorite TV show of all time. So yes. um, um, it, it's it's easily one of the best things that's ever been introduced to television audiences. Um, and so uh uh Lagavulin is uh, I mean it's it's it, you know it's it's smoky um yep. but it's it's fantastic it's it's not too smoky if you guys really get good. a chance check out we have a we have an episode of where I had Jenny taste uh smoky scotches and she she's not a single malt fan period which is my mistake because like I had been into uh, single malts for quite a while and the first one I in- introduced her to was, was an Isla and it was super smoky and it was just she's like all I taste is band-aids and that's what she gets when she smells any single malt and I'm like I ruined that yeah. that's my own yeah. fault yeah. I did that myself yeah. but I, I love I love single because... malts but the, those Isla single malts just smell like iodine and band-aids to me well, no, i can't because... get past i can't get past it nobody no. ever tastes 
Band-Aids. Nobody has ever put a Band-Aid in their mouth to see what it fucking tastes like. But everybody knows <laughs> what it tastes like. Jerry. Jesus. Okay. All right. Jerry Jerry is the only person. I, I, I did it after I tried an Isla single malt uh, just because everyone's like, it tastes like Band-Aid. So I'm like, but so I had those. It was like a rubber, not not the good like Band-Aid brand. It's like that rubber yeah, that brand that doesn't stick. Yeah, it, yeah, it tastes the same. No, it's it's bad. It's it's the Dollar Tree brand of Band-Aid. Yeah, it's like the but Dollar not- Tree or 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 the the name brand Band-Aid that yeah. that that'll so stick. Bad. But it's once so it gets bad. like a drop of water or sweat in it, it doesn't so stick bad. anymore. It's the so first bad. aid um, kit. Yeah, the first aid kit band-aids. Yeah. The first yeah. aid kit band-aids. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. It's gross. I was like, you know what? This is what people yeah. taste. Let me grab it out of my first aid kit. And yep. 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 That, that's what it is. That's bad. <laughs> yeah. I... So um here we are, uh three hours later. Uh well, let's go ahead and end this shit and then we can uh see what happens after shit. the fact. So um Thanks for uh, joining us on this episode of Bourbon Beards and Belvedere's. Um, be sure to check us out on our website at bourbonbeardsandbelvedere's.com and the um, Beacons, Beacons website. Which is Barry, what, what's that? What's that website? Beacons.ai forward slash bourbons beards and belvedere's and i'm pretty sure you could find that on the facebook and instagram uh page underneath the the links section of those uh social media pages um on there you could find all the links uh associated with this uh this podcast including a little app if you would say of all the whiskey cigars and beer products that we've reviewed and which episode it was so if uh at one point in time down the year you're like you know what i've heard these guys talk about beard octane i don't remember when it was and you go to this podcast and it'll, you click beard octane it says hey episode number 20 we talked about beard octane and with uh what beard product and cigars and whiskey we talked about so and then including in that you got all the uh social media pages and along with our affiliate links uh beard octane uh you can click it and use code bbb10 and you get 10 percent off your order um so all that is on that uh beacons page so beacons that's b-e-a-c-o-n-s dot a-i forward slash urban beards and belvedere's so jerry had a lot of things to say um and uh good for Jerry because he's put a lot of work into making sure that the uh the beacons page um has all of these things um available to our listeners. I'm drunk. So um so just yeah, make sure you check so out you, so, everything so we've had thanks, everything you had tonight. You, you could yeah. find you could find West Tampa cigars at westtampatobacco.com. And then you got barrelbourbon.com, which you can find all your barrel craft spirits at. Indeed. Uh, Beard Octane is beardoctane.com. 
Um, you could find Spirit Animal Society, which is the two barrel products that we've reviewed, and then uh, me and Chris, and I'm pretty sure Paul is a part of it. Um, yep. uh, the the Spirit Animal Society on Instagram at Spirit Animal Society. Um, and like I mentioned at one point in time, you got amongst the whiskey, he has his own little review website. If you want to check it out, his reviews are, um, a bit much for a lot of people. He, uh, his palate is, um, a lot greater than probably the three or four of ours combined. Um, a bit much, but you can find Jerry. Oh, he, he, uh, he can pull some shit out. Um, He's amazing. I love that dude. So yeah, much. he like he'll 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 you you and him can have the same glass and he could be like, hey, I I, tr- I smell this and you're like, yep, I can smell that. But by yourself, you're not gonna smell that. Um, he has his own little thing amongst the whiskey got amongst the whiskey dot com. Um, he has a bunch. He has a bunch of reviews and stuff on there. Um, he's a great guy. His, his palate is second to none. Um. And he helped with both these barrel pro- barrel uh barrel 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 picks. Um yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's what I did. That, that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. Um his his palate is, is ridiculous. Um his nose um has smelt more things than I've ever smelt in my lifetime and probably will ever smell in this lifetime. Um so Check out Amongst the Whiskey at Tom and along with Amongst the Whiskey on Instagram with uh, Lost Nemo and um, yeah. Saxy Bourbon. I guess we could throw in there too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <poor laughs> he, he's Brett. just, it's Brett. Yeah. I love it's that Brett. Um, But there is some uh, of this uh, barrel, Armagnac barrel, still available if you're uh, interested in it after this review. Yeah. Um, get hold uh, of. How much? Any of uh, $74.99. Yep. I want it. So uh, if you're interested, uh, just get a hold of myself, Adam, Paul, Chris, or the Instagram page, and we can uh, get you the link. And it is um, shipped from a a, a store that is legally allowed to do so, according to the website. So if you're interested in this uh, Armagnac pick, which is fan fucking tastic yeah uh just just Holy let shit. us know and and we can get you the link and get you uh get you a bottle so um have a good night everybody cheers guys cheers cheers Urban Beards and Belvedere's is produced by Adam Bolden, Paul Rousseau, and Jerry Ullman. Editing by Adam Bolden. Music by Ryan Johnson.
You can find the links to all our social media accounts on our website at bourbonbeardsandbelvederes.com. As always, enjoy your bourbon and cigars responsibly. Cheers. Cheers.